BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength, and by Grunt Style. Now, with all the news from NASCAR Touring, local and international series racing, here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. A little international flair with a familiar name from the States, while there was plenty of familiar young guns at the front of the field in Thunder Valley. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast for a Wednesday, April 18th, 2018. Kyle Rickey joined by Hannah Newhouse in our Concord, North Carolina studios. And Hannah, so much NASCAR touring action this weekend. The NASCAR Wheeling Euro Series opened up their season in Valencia, Spain with a double header. We'll talk with uh, one of their newest drivers here on the show in a little bit. Also, the NASCAR K&N Pro Series East, Thunder Valley. You were there, Bristol Motor Speedway, on Saturday. And like always, it was a wild affair, a lot of yellows, a couple of red flags, and some familiar names at the front of the field. Yeah, Bristol's always an interesting place for these K&N drivers to go to. A lot of these drivers don't have that experience on these big, fast racetracks. The K&N Pro Series runs everything under a mile, and uh, recently Phoenix is no longer on that schedule. So it really limits what high-speed tracks these drivers go to. So it's always interesting when they take to Bristol. And like you said, lots of cautions this weekend. But uh, we're actually going to be talking to the winner, Todd Gilliland. Again, like you said, a familiar face at the front of the field who ended up taking the victory there at Bristol. He's two for two this year in the NASCAR Kane and Pro Series East, winning a couple of months back at the new Smyrna Speedway and also winning on Saturday afternoon in Bristol. Took the lead with 48 laps to go from Tyler Ankrum and never looked back. His uh, David Gilliland racing teammate, uh, Harrison Burton, finished second, our guest on the show last week. Noah Gregson, who will also have a big week this week in Richmond. He'll make his NASCAR Xfinity Series debut, finished in third. Ankrum was fourth, and Brandon McReynolds rounded out the top five. And you were also in Bristol for the race that was right before the K&N race, the NASCAR Xfinity Series. One of our NASCAR Touring Series stars stole the show. Ryan Priest putting Joe Gibbs Racing back in victory lane at uh, Bristol Motor Speedway. Huge win, not only for the National Series, but also for all of the local drivers across the country as well. Yes, I want to talk about the atmosphere just for a second about um, when Ryan won at Bristol. I mean, he's obviously won before, but the atmosphere was just something else. Everyone was excited for him. It didn't matter who you were, what team you were affiliated with. Ryan, I feel like, and he knows it, kind of carries short track racers on his back because he's one of the few that's making it per se right now and he's doing it the right way he's got the wins the stats and so for him to get this win everyone there at Bristol was just so excited for him and the atmosphere was unlike anything else and even you take to social media and everyone's congratulating him so it was a really cool race to watch at Bristol you know great short track racing and Ryan shows once again he's got what it takes great race from start to finish he is out of the car now until july when the nascar xfinity series goes to daytona he'll focus his efforts on the nascar modified program and defending the spring sizzler title next week at the stafford motor speedway also on the show today 2000 nascar uh, what was winston cup series now the monster energy nascar cup series champion bobby labonte coming out of retirement 
to run the NASCAR Wheel and Euro Series full-time. And it's interesting, Hannah, you know, he ran a couple of races last year, um, but never thought that he would come out of retirement and run the full season. Surprise. And he also had a pretty good first weekend as a full-time driver in that series. Yeah, he did. He started about 20th on that grid, but ended up coming home around 14th. But what a cool opportunity to get to, you know, get back behind the wheel of a race car. And on top of that, you're traveling to places like Spain to go drive a race car. So, heck, I mean, if someone wants to give me a call in like, you know, 20 years or something like that to come out of retirement to go race in Europe, I would be there in a heartbeat. So, great opportunity for him and he's also bringing a different spotlight to the nascar euro series so we're all going to get to kind of live it through him which i'm looking forward to watching and seeing in this extra coverage that he's going to bring to the nascar euro series it got a lot of interest over the weekend of course whenever the nascar wheel and euro series runs they run twin weekends a race on saturday a race on sunday i believe he finished uh, 14th on saturday and got a top 10 on Sunday, so a big improvement for Bobby over the weekend. Defending series champion Alain Day won race number one over Fred Gavion, Labonte's teammate Anthony Coupin rounded out the top three, and then uh, those top three looked pretty similar on day number two with Day picking up the win and sweeping the weekend over Anthony Coupin, who moved up to second, and Fred Gavion in the third spot. Three early favorites for a title, as is Bobby Labonte, who will join us next here on NASCAR Coast to Coast on the Motor Racing Network. Chris Crockett here with one of the heads of our Toyota racing family, Martin Truex Jr. Doing great, Chris. Thanks for asking. I hadn't asked, but was about to. Great second question, Chris. Car feels great. And no, no pressure because of last year's results. How do you... Know what you're about to ask? Yeah, you're... Blowing your mind? Relax, Chris. Being out in the lead is what I do best. That is... Amazing. I know. NASCAR and Toyota Racing. With a family like this, who knows the places we'll go this season? Learn more at toyotaracing.com. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of the National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires will get you there. Whether you're running on dirt or running a job. Our dependable, high-quality tires are the perfect fit for your needs. For unmatched value, selection, and warranty with industry-leading road hazard protection, there's only one choice, Hercules Tires. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com or call 800-677-9535. Hercules Tires, right on our strength. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, presented by Hercules Tire, ride on our strength. We are joined now by the 2000 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series champion. He also won the 1991 NASCAR Xfinity Series Championship, a 31-time winner in NASCAR's National Series, and now... He goes international, running the NASCAR Wheel and Euro Series full-time this season. Bobby Labonte joins us on the guest line. Bobby, welcome to the show. Hey, glad to be here. How you doing? How you guys doing? Uh, we are doing well. Uh, before we talk about the weekend in, in Valencia, Spain, the opening weekend for the series that saw a, a record number of entries, let's talk about why. Uh, what went into the decision to run the full season, which averages about a weekend a month, uh, after running a, a weekend last year at Brands Hatch? Well, I mean, you know, we, I'm, I'm, you know, I've, I've noticed or I've kept an eye on and contacts with, and you know, you know, so many people in racing that do different things, and a um, couple, couple things go into it is that I've known uh, uh, Jerome and Ann Galpin that run the series over there. I've known them for a couple of years, 
They invited me over to uh, to do Brands Hatch last year. We've done the uh, Goodwood Festival Speed three years in a row now, so which is a huge event. That, you know, we'll have 250,000 people over three or four days. And you get to meet so many different people from different countries and uh, different uh, racing legends and this and that. And so we, you know, we kind of compiled two or three things together with we enjoy going over there. We know a lot of the people there, and it's obviously the NASCAR uh, arena, and we like, obviously, we like NASCAR, you know. And uh, when Jerome asked me to come over last year to uh, to visit, I mean, we got to talking, and, and, you know, there's a lot of things that, um, you know, they're doing that's really awesome, and he wants my input on some things, and, you know, racing the series is hopefully going to, uh, you know, help help grow that series as well. And I'm not saying that they have a lot more entries because I went over there, but it's like, dang, I wish they didn't have so many injuries when I went over there compared to last year. But it seemed like everybody, everybody's going right now and uh, from the European side. So it really is an honor to be there. And, and you know, the reason why is because I want to. Um, but I, I also know a lot of people have met some great people. And, you know, at this time in my life, you know, I mean, I, you know, that's, that's a good opportunity and a, and a, fun, and a fun time that we can, we can have. Now, not a lot of drivers have gotten the opportunity to race both here in the States and then obviously over in Europe as well. What's the biggest difference or maybe challenge for you, you know, from the difference from the cars over here to the cars over in Europe? Yeah, well, I mean, they're they're not different than they were years ago. Uh, they're not like what they are today over here. Um, you know, I, I'm, I've got a, a skewed mindset, though, because racing in the Cup Series, you are um, – you adapt to that, and you have your your thoughts are are that. So you, you haven't raced anything. I haven't raced anything in a lower series in a long time. And what happens is, you know, you get over there and you're like, oh, we don't have um, a team of engineers. <laughs> you know, we don't have this. We don't have that. So so the, you know, and it's just it's like it's like uh, you know the cars are have less power and they they're still kind of heavy. And, uh, and we also run all of them on road courses except for one. So it's all different for me. Uh, but the cars are just, uh, you know, with less power and, you know, they're all pretty much, uh, equal and, uh, you know, that's the biggest thing. But for me, the transition is different because I'm used to, you know, showing up at a racetrack with a cup car that's, you know, pretty much spot on and, you know, every detail is taken care of and, and you have, uh, you know, might have 35 people working on you know, a car or obviously more than that, but, um, yeah. So, I mean, that's a different, it's a different, um, environment. That's probably the biggest way to put it. And, uh, the cars are cars, but you know, it's just a little, it's different in some ways, but, uh, you know, the car being a race car is still the same. How would you sum up the race weekend, a mid pack finish on Saturday and improved on that, uh, quite a bit by Sunday, getting a top 10 finish, uh, your thoughts on how the first weekend went for you. Yeah, I think it went pretty good. I mean, you know, I uh, met via phone, uh, and I, I met uh, uh, Fred that drives the other car. I met him last December at a test in uh, in France, and uh, but I had never met Falk until that showed up on Thursday morning. So, you know, you you show up and drive somebody's car, and you you're like, okay, here we are. And uh, but I think you know for me showing up and getting fitted up in the car and getting to know everybody. And there's a little bit of a language barrier as you can imagine. And, uh, so when you go out and run, you come back and you talk about it 
And, uh, you know, I think that we definitely advanced throughout the weekend every time we got on the racetrack. And they know, by the way, I've never been there before. Uh, so I thought all in all, you know, it was definitely a, um, steps in the right direction. And, you know, they have a list for me and I have a list for them so that we can make the next weekend better uh, in Italy in a month. Now, you mentioned your teammate, um, Frederick Gabion. He is a two-time runner-up in the cha- in the championship. Were you able to pick his brain at all? And you mentioned the language barrier, but were you guys able to, you know, compare notes to help improve that Sunday run? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I, well, I know we did. And, and, and Frederick and I, we, we talked quite a bit, like I said, back in December, and I didn't know I was going to drive for these guys until, until after that. You know, I just I had met him. and uh, But there's definitely, uh, you know, I, I hope that, um, you know, he can he can he, I know he'll be a contender for the championship this year for sure. And I hope that, you know, we can I can bring something to the table that will help him excel to to get that championship for him because uh he's a great driver and you know, he, he speaks good English so we do talk and we do have a lot of uh you know, he, he knows a lot about racing in the States. So when we talk and we compare some notes we, we definitely speak on the right on the same page. That that's that's really is pretty nice to uh to have that and uh because obviously i'm going to a lot of places obviously i've never been to and uh he's fast everywhere he's been so i get to lean on him and he also leans on me and 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 it it it's uh um i mean it's a great it's a great organization i'll tell you a quick story is in the elite two series he's got a uh a young kid uh named lisi and i can't remember his last name but anyway he races the elite two series and um he has autism and he but he races so fast and uh but he really spends a lot of time with him and helps him get uh comfortable with the race car so uh so fred's a cool guy love racing with love being love and getting to know him because he is such such a neat person ulysses de so uh, such a great uh, personality over there one of the young drivers like you mentioned also trying to make it over here running a couple of NASCAR Kane and Pro Series East races a year ago for, for Ulysses. I uh, want to talk to you about some of the racetracks. Uh, the, the NASCAR Wheel and Euro Series goes to so many great racetracks known worldwide, whether it be through Formula One or MotoGP, touring car competition, and now NASCAR, uh, like the Hockenheim Ring in Germany, Brands Hatch in the U.K., are there any racetracks you have circled on your calendar that you're really excited about getting to have the opportunity to race on? Well, the the one I'm I'm looking forward to is in in not this next race, but the one after that is in Tours France. And uh, a couple things is they usually have the uh, the Tour of France usually stops by there on their on their month uh, bicycle ride, which is cool. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so they'll they'll go through there. But that that track's like a three eighths mile uh, oval with some banking to it. And uh, so that's the one to me. Obviously, I'm like good. I can go to an oval track because I'm going to all these road courses that are famous, but I grew up racing oval tracks and I haven't run that many road courses. So, so for me, I think that would be uh, one that I have picked in my head that says, you know what, if you're going to, if you're going to be good at one, this is probably the one I'm going to be the best at. And just because I have so much experience on road courses, I mean, on uh, ovals, but the thing is, if it rains anytime, they race in the rain too. So there's, a lot of different um, things that will be thrown at you over the course of the weekend, and uh, which we didn't get that we didn't have to race the rain, rain this past weekend. But on Monday morning when we left, it was pouring down rain. So, yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of things thrown at us. But uh, you yeah, know that 
in Tours uh, France would be the one that I'm looking forward to the most. Now we've talked about the difference between the race cars and the tracks, obviously way more road course than uh, circle tracks like over here in the States. But I want to ask you about the difference in the atmosphere. When people think of NASCAR here in the States, they think of your Talladegas, your Daytona and your Bristol atmosphere. But what's the difference over there when a fan shows up to a race in Europe? Uh, you know, uh, I mean, I've, I had uh, <clears throat> one guy come up to me. He had, Inter, he was dressed up head to toe in interstate batteries uh, kit or interstate batteries jacket and, and hat. And he uh, he was from, um, I don't know if he was from Spain or France. But anyway, so he, he wasn't the, an American over there that was dressed up like that. And But, you know, we had an autograph session and we had, uh, you know, some interaction with fans. And, you know, they're allowed into the where the trucks are and, you know, kind of on kind of on pit road brands hatch was a little bit different than this weekend but you know all in all every there you know a lot of them might not speak english but there's a lot of people that knew who we were and who i was and they were uh you know uh very i mean everybody's been super nice and so we've had some really good uh conversation we've met some people that uh you know that that knew on social media that we were racing over there and uh you know but it's just a different atmosphere with um with the way it is laid out and you know uh with i think with people in the garage not the garage area but in the trucks and you know pit road could be on pit road or the racetrack before the race is you know just different than what they what you would see here in the states but i think it's still total excitement from the fans that want to see racing NASCAR did a great job over the weekend with the coverage. Uh, FansChoice.tv had live coverage along with the NASCAR Wheeling Euro Facebook page. So we were able to watch both races over here in the States, and they are currently available on demand if you missed them from the weekend. Uh, wrapping up with Bobby Labonte here, full-time NASCAR Wheeling Euro driver. You mentioned the racetracks, and, and you haven't been to a majority of the racetracks that you're going to run this year with the exception of the one race weekend from a year ago. What kind of prep? can you do or do you plan on doing uh going to these tracks for the first time uh you know there's there's a few things i mean i racing is obviously uh done that for a long time and i know about that not all the tracks will be available uh on i racing uh some will uh definitely some youtube videos and uh, you know there is a little bit of data that i can look at um that might show a little bit but you know, all in all, that's that's kind of about it until you get to the racetrack and, and get on it when you go. And I'm not sure if every weekend will be like this past. We had a three hours before Friday, which if we didn't have that, you'd have, I think, a half hour and a half hour. So, you know, like last year, Brands Hatch, you had a half hour and a half hour. Um, so you had an hour total. So that would be kind of tough if you don't know something about the racetrack. So YouTube videos, a little bit of iRacing. Um, you know, some data and then, you know, obviously talking to Fred when I get there to, you know, to ask him and, you know, I, even like this past weekend, I was wanting to go right around in a street car, but they pretty much think they're, they pretty much their tracks off limits to, to, to anything but race cars. So I couldn't get out there and make a lap in it. So the first lap I made on the racetrack was, you know, trying to get up to speed and go as fast as you can. So anyway, so a little bit like that, but that's, that's kind of about it, you know, and you just kind of, I think you look for all those avenues and you try to put them all together so that you can be as efficient when you get there as you can. All right. Uh, Bobby Labonte joining us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Bobby, thank you for your time. It was fun to watch this past weekend. And uh, best of luck to you the rest of this 2018 NASCAR Wheel and Euro Series season. 
Okay, thanks a lot. Take care. All right, his next event, May 19th and 20th in Italy, as he mentioned, at the Autodromo French Accordo, uh, coming up next month for the NASCAR Wheel and Euro Series. Coming up on this edition of NASCAR Coast to Coast, Todd Gilliland will join us in studio after his big win in the NASCAR K&N Pro Series East this past Saturday in Bristol. Grunt style. The American fighting spirit is in everything we make. We are 500 patriots and veterans strong, bringing clothing manufacturing back to the United States of America. Always moving forward, never retreating, never giving up. We are Grunt Style, and this we'll defend. Get yours at GruntStyle.com or on the track this week at Richmond Raceway. Chris Crockett here with one of the heads of our Toyota racing family, Martin Truex Jr. Doing great, Chris. Thanks for asking. I hadn't asked, but was about to. Great second question, Chris. Car feels great. And no, no pressure because of last year's results. How do you... Know what you're about to ask? Yeah, you're... Blowing your mind? Relax, Chris. Being out in the lead is what I do best. That is... Amazing. I know. NASCAR and Toyota Racing. With a family like this, who knows the places we'll go this season? Learn more at toyotaracing.com. Toyota. Let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of the National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. And you know, when our last guest, Bobby Labonte, won the 2000 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series Championship, our next guest was five months old. Talking about Todd Gilliland, who joins us now in studio, the race winner this past weekend at the Bristol Motor Speedway. Todd, welcome to the Motor Racing Network. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast. And congratulations on your second win of the 2018 season. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's a lot of fun being here, and um, I definitely had a lot of fun at Bristol. A wild race. Uh, kind of kind of bring us through your event at the front of the field uh, for most of the race, uh, taking the lead with 48 laps to go. Any close calls with you uh, during the, what, nine or 11 yellow flags and two red flags that you guys had during that event? No, it was, uh, it was a lot of clean racing at the front there. I raced with my teammates a lot, Tyler Inker, Manoa Gregson, so... Uh, it's all always a lot of fun. We can, uh, you know, pass each other within the team, and um, you know, a DGR car, DGR Crosley car, led every single lap of that race with all three of us sharing it. So um, that's that was really cool. But um, it was definitely kind of it was definitely tough to uh, you know to have those long red flags right at the end of the race and have to stay focused for all that. Now. I was there in victory lane. When you climbed out of the car, you had your whole team there, and I got the chance to talk to you. You said that that was one of the most um, emotional and exciting wins for you there at Bristol, and you won it in a dominating fashion those last couple laps. Talk me through the emotions of having your family team there in victory lane with you at Bristol. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, you know, just this year in general, getting to race these last two Canaan races with DGR Crosley, it's been been a lot of fun. You know, I mean, I spend almost every day with these the, the guys that have been working on my cars and stuff like that. So um, just to get those guys back in victory lane, and um, I'd say it was, it was really cool just because at the end of practice, I didn't feel like we were that good. Uh, we definitely needed to make a few changes, and um, you know, me and Marcus, we just got together. He made a list of the changes, and we kind of went back and forth, and um, we started the race really good. So uh, that makes me really excited for the rest of the season. 
Let's talk about the track bite for a moment, or the PJ1, or as Noah calls it, the PB&J. Um, how did that change throughout the course of the practice and qualifying on Friday, and, and then the race on, on Saturday, which followed the NASCAR Xfinity Series event, and obviously those cars pulled a lot of that track bite up. Yeah, that's one thing about racing at Bristol these last two years that has been a little bit different. Um, you know, Usually a racetrack will change progressively a little bit if it lays down rubber or not but you know with that stuff down they reapply it every night sometimes different than the next day and um, that's just something that's kind of a unknown going in going into the race so um, and also you mentioned the Xfinity race running before us they wore off a lot of it so I'd say there wasn't quite as much grip but um, no it still actually hung on very well and people were able to make the outside work and stuff like that so it was a it was a pretty racy race for us, but I'd say not having the amount of horsepower the cup cars have and in, in even Xfinity, um, the bottom was definitely dominant in our race. Now, you're two for two here in the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series, won the season opener at New Smyrna, two-time Canaan West champion, but you're not going to be spending a lot of time in the Canaan Pro Series East because you've got an exciting day coming up here in about a month or two. May 15th, you turn 18. What happens when you finally turn 18? Yes, I can't wait. Uh, people are saying, you know, it's 18th birthday, it's a big deal, but it's really big because I can run the full uh, Camper World Truck Series schedule after that. So um, I'm really excited. Charlotte's going to be my first mile and a half, and um, you know, just finished out the season. It's really tough to see someone else get in your car and um, you know, be running up front. You definitely always wish it was you, but it's going to be a fun year. I feel so old now. I, I, I can't even remember my 18th birthday. Uh, we talked a few moments ago, and, and we've talked about throughout the show, of Tyler Ankrum, uh, your teammate at David Gilliland Racing. Uh, he ended up in the top five, led a bunch of laps midway through. 17 years old from San Bernardino, California. Uh, how did that relationship come to be uh, with, with your family team and, and Tyler? We started racing quarter midgets with each other probably five or six years ago, so... Um, we've known each other for a long time. Um, you know, we're from Southern California originally also, so uh, kind of grew up around each other. So, um, And also, we, he was with DGR for our first few limited late model races as well. So um, it's kind of a, a relationship that's been there and got started a long time ago. But, um, you know, we were just lucky to, to be able to come back together. And I think he's going to do really good this season in, in the K&N East, you know, with um, – I think he's third in points right now behind me and Harrison, and I don't think either of us are, yes. are planning on running the whole whole schedule. So, um, no, who knows? He might be in a perfect spot to finish out the season, but um, you know, overall just uh, a really good relationship that came back together. DGR did have a really strong showing, and Tyler, man, he was not afraid of that high line at first. I was watching him run two grooves higher than all of you guys, so really cool to watch DGR have a strong showing. You had someone on the box, though, at Bristol with you. You had Marcus Richmond, who's going to be your crew chief, in the truck series, um, how is it getting to work with him in the K&N car and then, you know, transferring over to a truck? Yeah, it's always easier to, to learn each other, um, you know, each other's tendencies a little bit in, a, in say, a K&N race, something a little bit lower with a little bit less pressure. You know, it's still a race weekend. You're always still going through the same things, but um, I think any extra time that we can work together, I mentioned missing four races at the beginning of the season, it's going to be tough, but uh, we just need to... Uh, to start Charlotte uh, and the rest of our races as strong as we can for, uh, you know, try and not be as far behind everyone else as possible. 
You're two for two in the K&N car, and you guys have been talking about the, the truck series and, and that schedule uh, coming up uh, on a more regular basis once you turn 18. Next event for the K&N cars, uh, Langley Speedway here in a few weeks in Hampton, Virginia. Will you be there, and, and what will your K&N schedule look like throughout the remainder of this season? I'd say we've basically seen my K&N schedule already, uh, just these first two races. We only planned on running New Smyrna, though, so who knows, but... Uh, we definitely don't have anything else planned for this season in K&N. We might run a few ARCA races, but um, and for Langley, I'll probably be there, but uh, just kind of hanging out with everyone. Um, you know, if there's a race, I'll, I'll want to be there, joke around. I feel like I'm the biggest race fan I know, so uh, we'll always be at a racetrack, but um, unfortunately, won't be driving that one. Now, you were talking about how you're feeling a little old earlier, Kyle, talking about how young Todd hey. is here. Obviously, not quite done with school. How are you maintaining and balancing school and this obviously time-demanding race schedule? We see a lot of drivers, Harrison, yourself, Tyler, haven't even graduated high school yet. So how are you guys managing school and racing? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm homeschooled right now. So um, I wake up in the morning, go to the shop with my dad, and basically work on it from 7 in the morning till, um, you know, I try and get basically a section done every day. So sometimes that takes me you know, five hours. Sometimes it takes me just until lunch. So um, it's just all about just getting it done as quick as possible. I only have two more classes left and they will be done. So um, I'm really excited for that. But, you know, it's just uh, it's about just being being a little bit more responsible and um, you know, just working with your time best possible. You mentioned uh, Harrison Burton, uh, who has also had a good year in the NASCAR Kane and Pro Series East. We'll run with you uh, in the truck series at, at KBM. Uh, Harrison won the championship last year by eight points. Uh, talk about the relationship between you two. I've heard you guys are, are really good friends, and then I have heard otherwise. Uh, how would you kind of classify the relationship? Yeah, you mentioned us racing against each other in K&N last year and, and also being teammates at KBM. So uh, I'd say we're friends away from the racetrack, but, you know, we're, I don't know, I wouldn't say rivals. Some people say that, but... Um, we're just competitors, you know, just like everyone else out there. We just want to win, and um, I'd say we've been each other's biggest competition over the last two years. So um, you know, with that comes some good battles and, you know, some media attention and, and fans' attention. So, um, you know, sometimes titles get put on stuff like that, but um, I'd say we're just competitors, and, uh, you know, it's tough to to find other friends, you know, that, that have the same schedule and stuff like that. So um, I'd say it's easy to uh, easy to hang out with those guys off the racetrack. They're definitely an interesting group. And you throw Noah in the group, and it's just pure entertainment in the K&N pit this last weekend at Bristol. But your dad, DGR Crosley, they've obviously got the trucks going now as well as the K&N team. He's been hands-on in your program from late models up. I got the opportunity to race for him. What's it like having your dad there being able to pick his brain, but he's also hands-on in a lot of your programs. Yeah, that's something that people say a lot. You know, how does he balance being a dad and a crew member, basically? So uh, I think he does a really good job of it. I think, if anything, it's just um, definitely another brain to pick. He's got a lot of experience. Uh, I think it's really helped racing the West Coast races. He's growing up at those racetracks, so um, he knows the ins and out of them, and uh, that's what it's about when you can get there and only have one hour practice and uh, you just got to adapt as quick as possible and uh, he helps with that a lot. 
Todd Gilliland joining us in the studio here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Todd, uh, congratulations again on the win at Bristol. Uh, it's been a great start to the year for you with the K&N program, and, and we look forward to seeing you on a more regular basis here in a couple months' time in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series garage. Yep, thank you guys for having me. All right, Todd, hang tight there in studio with Hannah. Hannah, uh, there are a lot of other news happening in the world of NASCAR touring racing uh, just today. Bristol Motor Speedway announcing a pretty big schedule change to their August race weekend that usually saw racing on Wednesday night, but that won't be the case this year. No, they are moving the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour up to Thursday night. And uh, it's great for these modified guys. They're going to get some TV action. They're there with the big boys. And uh, like I've, I've said this every single show, I feel like I'm starting to love these modifieds. I got to watch the race at Bristol last year, and they are just something else on the high bank. So um, they're going to be right there with the big boys that fall weekend at Bristol, and um, it's a great opportunity for them. That doubleheader now Thursday, August 16th at the Bristol Motor Speedway for the modifieds and the trucks. Looking at results from around the country, Hickory Motor Speedway. In action this past Saturday night, Ryan Millington and Zach Bruner taking down the twin late model feature wins. And at Tucson Speedway, Tucson Speedway, that is, it was Dylan Jones winning in pro stocks. Brandon Schilling once again winning in the outlaw late models. The West Coast had some unfortunate luck. Evergreen Speedway raining out, but Kern was at it with Jagger Jones taking the win. Las Vegas Bullring as well with Tyler Fabozzi taking the win. And then Colorado with Brett Yackey, last year's track champion and state champion, kicking off the season with a win. And Meridian Speedway had double headers in their modified, where Chris Fenton took the win in both of those. Glad to see some racing happening back in my home state of Idaho. Um, I know it's been cold there recently. You mentioned Evergreen Speedway, one of my favorite events throughout the year. And I know our producer, Craig Moore, one of his favorite events, the 90 Minutes of Fear coming up on April 28th, 90 minutes of figure eight racing. Can't wait for that. This week, uh, you mentioned Denny Hamlin Short Track Showdown Thursday night, April 19th. Are you able to attend uh, this Thursday at Langley? Unfortunately not. I will not be at the Short Track Showdown up at Langley, but I will be there the following weekend with the Canaan Pro Series. So I'll be back with more stories of Canaan uh, Pro Series action following Langley. But uh, good luck to all the drivers happening at Late Model Stock Racing at Langley this up and coming Thursday. Bowman Gray Speedway opens up this weekend, or Bowman Gray Stadium, the Hayes Jewelers 200, their 70th season. Berlin Speedway in Michigan will have the icebreaker this Saturday. And the Monadnock Speedway opens up this Saturday night as well for their NASCAR Wheel and All-American Series program. Hannah, another fast half hour. We'll do it again next week for Hannah Newhouse and producers Craig Moore and Jennifer Cochran. I'm Kyle Rickey. We'll see you back here next week on NASCAR Coast to Coast. NASCAR Coast to Coast has been brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. NASCAR Coast to Coast can be found on demand at MRN.com, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, and SoundCloud. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.